With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. On this week's Nonsensible Podcast. Hey everyone, this is a very special episode of Nonsensible today. We've got Park Jun-young, Jun Park from G.O.D. joining us today. And he's had a lot to say, a lot of interesting conversation for sure. So much so, in fact, that we're going to be splitting this episode up into two. So make sure to tune in next week where you get to hear the second part. This is Nonsensible. Uh, you're listening to Nonsensible with Sam. Dave. Saul. And today we have a very special guest. Really, really happy to have Yo, you Yo, what's here. up, G? Money! So happy to have you. June Park, I think I'm the oldest here. Probably could add you guys together and it's my age, right? No. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm an older guy as well. I'm the you oldest are? of the three of us. He's, he's older than me. Yeah. You are? I'm, yeah, I'm 34. Wow. Really? You, Do I look younger than him? You really have, like, oh, actually, you know what? It's him. It's just his hairstyle is just a little bit… If he had his hairstyle a little bit different, yeah. I think he'd look younger. Yeah. You have really good skin, by the way. Thank look you at his so skin, much. Man. He does it have is. good skin. Thank you He's so got much. Really good skin. It's got yeah. the rosy cheeks. It's because I'm a fan of this guy. But, well, no, dude, my <laughs> skin is shit. Well, you're, 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 basically, you're from the States. What part? Yeah, North Carolina. North Carolina. Wow, that place, yeah. Yeah, have I, you been to North been Carolina? There? I've never been to North Carolina, but I've been to Louisiana, and I've been to the South. I've been to yeah. Atlanta. I've been to, you know, Florida. and uh, Atlanta's kind of very similar to North Carolina, right. I feel like. North Culturally, no? I don't know, man. I've been to parts of Louisiana, and people are looking at me Asian, like I was, a, I was an alien. Like, they're like, what are you? You know, I'm done. <laughs> you know, they, being, being that you're, be, you're being Asian. Asian. Being Asian, because in, Atlanta, I mean, in uh, Louisiana, it's, I think you don't see that many Asians there. And at the same token, I'm kind of dark. Well, right now I'm white because I, I don't see the sun because of uh, corona. But I'm, I have a lot of melanin. And I'm dark skin. <laughs> yeah, you get tan. Yeah, and then I have curly hair. And I don't look like the typical Korean Korean. So, mm-hmm. yeah, when I went there, people were going, what are you? you know? And so I know that you came, you started, when you started G.O.D., you were like 28 here, right? Yeah. But actually, was that your first time ever like living in Korea or were you? First time living in, well, I, I was born in uh, Songbuk-dong in Korea. And mm-hmm. then I went to the States when I was a baby. So I was, so I lived there all my life, and, and my father passed away when I was like nine. Yeah. And before he passed away, I used to come every summer, right? I would come every summer, but then uh, we were well off when my father was alive, and then after he passed away, which just kind of you know, yeah. my family went almost bankrupt. And uh, so when you told your mom you wanted to go be a musician in Korea, was she supportive of that? Actually. It wasn't like, I'm going to go to Korea to be a musician. I I never even thought that I would come and live in Korea. Mm -hmm. So I was a a graphic design major and then design major and visual communications major. So I was doing like advertising and, you know, graphic design and also product uh, design, whatnot in the States. And I, you know, I grew up surfing. I grew up skateboarding. I grew up breakdancing. And all my relatives who would visit us in California, they'd be like, yeah, you, you, you couldn't live in Korea. So I never thought that I would, you know, quote unquote, come and live in Korea and yeah, become yeah, yeah. a K-pop artist, right? Yeah. 
what happened was uh, I used to do a little side modeling in the States. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, before Janet Jackson, I would do a little bit of modeling and stuff. And then I was walking down Melrose in Hollywood area. And uh, I am, back then I used to lift. I was like about, a, about 198 pounds, kind of ripped, whatever. I was walking down the street and this guy comes up. I still remember he was like um, fashionable, you know, and I was like, oh, he comes up, he goes, hey, do you want to be in a video? And I said, no. Was <laughs> oh, this know. a Janet Jackson, ja Janet Jackson yeah, yeah, video? Yeah, 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 yeah. And he was like, uh, you want to be in a video? And I was like, what kind of video? And he goes, well, you know, I, I can't tell you now, but it's no, I don't want to be in no video. You're a little suspicious. You know, that's yeah, what I said. Because yeah, yeah. when you go down Melrose, you know, like, if you've gone to L, if you go on the Melrose Street, you know, Melrose Boulevard, and if you go down that street, there's a, a couple porn shops there, uh -huh, right? So I'm uh -huh. like, no, nah, it's okay. I'm I'm good. I walk across, going on the other way. Then he comes, he comes again, but this time with a lady, and she looked very like professional. She's mm -hmm. like, you want to be in a video? And I, well, what kind of video? She goes. Well, it is a little secretive right now, but we're doing street casting. And it's a Janet Jackson video. I was like, whoa. It wasn't Janet Jackson. It was Janet Jackson. What? The, the yeah. woman on the street was no, not Janet Jackson. No, 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 no. Yeah. That wasn't Janet Jackson. <laughs> Why? She wouldn't be street casting. <laughs> That's what she I was saying. Yeah. No, no. You kind of look like Michael Jackson. Uh, yeah. yeah, their family all look pretty similar. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, so I did that. Uh, but if you blink your eyes, it was a song called If in 1993. Mm. Yeah. I was in the beginning and I basically I had my shirt off and they put, it was freezing cold in there and they put like lotion on you, then spray warm water. It looks like you're sweating. Basically, I was a slave. I was portraying a slave. I was like lowering something and then all the dancers come down from the ceiling and they do the if, if, if yeah. thing. That sounds hazardous you, to your nipples. You can yeah. actually get on YouTube and like I've been on YouTube just to see the music video and actually yeah. see June in it. It was, it was kind of cool because I knew the song. But I remember you telling this story somewhere else and it was like, Janet Jackson? Yeah. That just kind of blew my that. mind. So I went home that night and searched for it on YouTube. Amazing. Yeah. So you're destined to be a part of the biz. Uh, I don't know. I guess because my sister, she went to FIDM in the States and she was a fashion designer and she was working in the fashion industry. And then she came to Korea and she was doing all these things. And she actually was a costume designer for a movie where Chong Song was on. It was called… Pete. Oh, yes. really? Yeah. Oh, that was an amazing film. So she was doing that, and then she she had a picture of me on her keychain. Mm -hmm. And when people used to carry keychains, you know, <laughs> now you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then 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 the, and Chong Song's manager is like, "Hey, who's that?" And on your she goes, "She goes, it's my Tongsen." And she mm -hmm. goes, "Tongsen from where?" He goes, "No, it's my my real brother. real little brother." Yeah. She goes, "Wow, he's he's got he looks different, you know." Mm. Is he interested in doing music? And she goes, oh, yeah, you know, he likes music. He's always, like, freestyle rap. Then he would go break dance battles and stuff. He likes skateboarding. Like, okay, have him come. So one thing led to another. I came to, I came to Korea in uh, 1996 to have a meeting with them in the winter of 1996. And they said, okay, because what do you need? I go, I don't know, man. I go, you know, I have a dog. I have a chow chow. And uh, I, I, that's it. I, you know, I do the design work. So if you could… If I come here and if I'm preparing for the music and you guys could give me some design work so that I can make a little money on the side, mm -hmm. then I'm good and a place to stay. They go, okay. So I That's so up. cool. You're and, low maintenance, huh? But, but you know what? Yeah. You know what? I'm totally different from all the new K-pop era. You know, I am low maintenance. You just yeah. give me water and that's it, right? Yeah. Uh, but, I, you know, and then I come and no one came to the airport, man. I came. I had no idea in January Korea was that cold. I was oh. in tank top. Yeah. I was wearing a tank top, shorts, and 
flip-flops. I had my dog. You had, a, you had a nice tan. Oh, yeah. And, and then I had a box of oranges because they said oranges are expensive in Korea. But I come from Orange County, so I'm like, yo, man, that's cheap. So I bought oranges. I came and no one came to the airport. I, I had to get a cab and I said, look. Oh, wow. I, the only place that I know is Pampo because that's where my aunt lives. I go, Pampo. And then he took me to that vicinity and then uh, I got out. And he asked me for, you know, cab fare. And it was, a, I go, I don't have any Korean money. He goes, I'll take a hundred bucks. So I gave him a hundred bucks. Mm. Like US dollars. Yeah, that's all I had. I gave him a hundred bucks. And then I had some oranges. He goes, hey, that looks good. He goes, can I have some? And I was like, well, yeah, sure. You know, <laughs> okay, whatever. I give him some oranges. I go to my aunt's house and she's like, hey, what are you doing here? I, go, I was supposed to come in. They're supposed to I told the whole story. She goes, how'd you get here? I go, taxi. She goes, how much you pay? I go, hundred bucks. She goes, you kidding me? That guy just robbed you. It's yeah. like only 20 bucks. Yeah, Especially that back like in 1996. Yeah. Because back then it wasn't Incheon. It was Kimpo Airport. Oh, of course. Yeah. This guy is a hustler. Get, got the or- California and you got oranges. The oranges out of yeah, it as well. Man. You know what's funny is oranges you cannot bring through. I was about to say that. That's illegal, right? It, it, back then, it was like back then it was like this. If you bring it and the guy looks at you and he goes, oh, that looks good. I'll go, you want some? And they take it and they go, okay, go ahead. And so that's how I started. I started and then I, I came here and uh, in the beginning, you know, I already had a life in the States. Mm-hmm. I already had a job. I already knew, you know, I lived on my own. I needed to, you know, put a roof over my head, put clothes on my back and food on the table. So I was already used to that. And if you don't work, then you starve. Yeah. So yeah. I was used to that, but then they put me in a, they put me in Sukso. They put our dorm or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. The housing was in Ilsan in the back side of the mountains by a, you know, you look out our back window and it's like a cemetery. So this was like the record label that put you mm, there? Yeah. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. But you like formed the band, right? You got all the people together. Yeah, pretty much. When they first got, brought me here, they said, you know, there's a group called Turbo. And there's two guys. Uh And we want to make a group where it's two guys. And seeing, I was going, huh. I go, I don't want to do a two guy thing. And because they brought this other guy, really nice guy, good looking kid. But I, I, you know, in the States, if there's like a duet and it's two guys, it's usually like Air Supply or Hall and & Oates. And it's really not a very good image to, <laughs> yeah. you know, especially yeah. nowadays, you know, I don't know, man. And I go, what do you want to do then? I go, I want to make a group, like New Edition. Yep. Or like the Jackson 5. Or, you know, you know, like uh, back then Backstreet Boys mm-hmm. before yeah. NSYNC, right? I was like, I want to do something like was that. Was that your inspiration? Who are, what kind of music were you listening to then? You know what? I grew up listening to actually my my favorite is rock. Yeah. I grew up in the mm-hmm. 70s and 80s, so I like rock. But then at the same token, uh, once the mid-80s rolled around, and then in, in the I always liked funk, disco. Yeah. But uh, R&B and, you know, hip-hop was a big thing, yeah. especially when I was breakdancing. We were, we were just breakdancing to beats. 
and mm. not to really like you know like straight on yeah. Mm. So those were my influence. I mean, I, I like Earth, Wind, and Fire. I like you know Michael oh, Jackson. Oh. You know, I, I like the typical, but I also like rock. Yeah. So what I want to do is I was listening to music. You know, I, when I was in the states and I was living in my apartment, and my nephew, my not my nephew, my cousin from Korea came to go to school. He had a poster up on the wall, and I was going, what? and there's three guys. Mm. I go, what are they, man? And they had like freaking visors on with like dreadlocks and like good big gloves. And I was going, what are they? They go, Soteji? Yeah, they go, Soteji. Yeah. And I was going, I go, I think I know that guy right there, the darkest one. And he goes, how? And I was going, you know, back in 1985 or four when I came and I was went to the Etel and club and I was dancing, they had a break time where these guys are called no people. They came with black suits and they're like break dancing like the New York City breakers. Uh-huh. And uh, uh, I was like, what the heck? I go, this is kind of cool. But they're kind of behind. So I was like, I went out there and I was popping and they came up. And I remember at that time, the DJ was Hosea Wanajoshi. Really? Yeah, he started off as a DJ. All the wow. big time people that you see nowadays, like, you know, like, uh, you know, YG. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he was a DJ. They were all like DJs or dancers, right? Yeah. They all started DJing and dancing. Wow. And so you could have potentially been the fourth member of… Soteji. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't I don't know about that because I, you know, I was like, he he was like, hey, you know what? After our break time, why don't we go to a, a cafe here and I'll get you, let's talk about dance. And I go, cool. So is this the 80s in the Yeah, 80s. This 80, is so dope. 80, 80, 80, it was like Studio 54 is where Pumpkin is now. <laughs> it's 84. There was like the King Club and all those clubs are still there. And then you, yeah. you went in there, you go, they buy me. Omuraisu, which is omelet, right? Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I would eat there and then they go, hey, teach us some moves. They went to their practice and I was showing them. The way they were popping was New York style, like Mr. Wave, like, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I was doing, it's called animation. My popping was from like Boogaloo Shrimp era. Like, it's more like cartooning, yeah. right? Uh-huh. Yeah. So I showed them that. Oh, that's dope. So like, I, I, you know, I spent like three months with them, taught them a bit. And then when I went to the States, I would send them uh, videos, VHS videos of like, you know, charyodu. Uh-huh. And did that for a little bit. And then when I saw the post, I go, he goes, yeah, there's a hugest, I can't believe you know. I go, I do, man. I go, I go, I do. So when I came and I was listening to their music, I'm like, look, man, a lot of the stuff is bit, man. It's like yeah. they're biting off music from the States. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was going, that sounds very much like Cypress Hill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some of it sounds yeah, like the yeah. cover girls, like Latino, there's yeah. Latino freestyle music. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah. whoa, man, check this out. I go, I think I could do this because I used to, you know, have fun DJing. And I, I know the two turntables and a mic and a yeah. mixer, the uh, Akai. I go, I could do this. So when I came, I was like, Koreans at that time, there is no internet like how you guys have YouTube. You, yeah. you watch yeah, YouTube. Yeah. You have a vast, you have the whole world yeah. at your hands and you could watch that and learn from that. But back then, they only had what they could buy at the store. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I want to do it like the OGs do. I want these guys are basically watching, let's say, Will Smith getting jiggy with it. That song, na 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 na. That's a forget me not. That's an yeah. old song. Yeah. That well, I don't know they if it's that song, it. but yeah. basically, like they would sample old songs, OG songs, and do it. But what Koreans were doing is they were copying the song that was sampled from another song. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I want to do it like the OGs. <laughs> let's do the OG stuff. So that's how we started. And uh, we're living in Ilsan and that's how we, you know, started off. Now, what these kids, they have everything. So, like, I mean, yeah. like uh, talent-wise in Korea, it's like they're surpassing, you know, they're surpassing I mean, everyone. They're trained from, well, the, they're, they're 
wearing pacifiers and they're start trading yeah. idol. Training, yeah, you know? like they're trading from like tiny kids. You know, they're trading from tiny kids, and not only that, they're watching when they're watching TV or when they're watching YouTube. You, they don't have to watch someone that someone that is emulating someone else. They're watching the OG. They're watching the originals. Like me, if you look at our song, we had a song called Quanchal, mm. which is ta 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 ta. They go, what kind of outfit do you want for that? And I was like, oh. And I watched Usher at the Music yeah. Awards. Uh-huh. You make me want to leave the one I'm with. Uh, and start a new relationship right. with And he had the silver pants on. I'm like, yo, that looks dope, man. With the tank top. He's I'm like, we want it like that. They brought us some half-ass shit. It was made with like, like, chinchero pinyuru. It was like, like vinyl. Made from, it was made from like <laughs> made out of vinyl that sofa. And every time you would do one song and take it off, that shit would smell like socks. <laughs> you know, we were smelling like milk. I'm like, look, stone. man, how come his stuff is like twigging? No, don't know that it's like very flary. Every time uh-huh. he moves, you can see everything. When we're moving, it looks stiff. They're like, well, that's all they have here. But was that before your single like blew up? The Omani? No, Kiza? that's that is right after. That was okay. We always put out our songs. We're like the autumn boys. Mm-hmm. We're like the men of fall. Our songs would come out October, you know, November, December. Because you partied all summer? Hell no, dude. <laughs> I had no money. If I had money to party, I would be eating a bowl of ramen, you know? Yeah. Like that's… Um, no, we we would come out. So all of our songs, our first title songs would usually be ballads. Yeah. Uh, so it kind of suited the season. Right. Because, mm-hmm. you know, in America, especially in California, we don't have three, four seasons. Yeah. We it's have just summer all, t- all year, yeah. all year round. Yeah. You know, TOD, though, they have, they're famous for, you know, also having that serious side of, you know, a lot of their ballads and songs like that. Yeah. They also have, you know, some upbeat and like more like, you know, I guess like hip hop as stuff like that, you know. And right. TOD right. has a wide array of music. everything. Yeah. yeah. Because that's why I worked with, ended yeah. up working with JY because he, mm-hmm. he spoke English and he, he had that mentality of, even though when we started, he didn't have the vast knowledge of it either until mm-hmm. he, you know, started learning a little more. Because like I said, they didn't have all that stuff here. They didn't have yeah. the internet. So, uh, but we, we clicked pretty well. So we decided to work together and it was good. We we're more like friends mm-hmm. instead of, uh, uh, that's why here, he still speaks to me. Hey, Are you guys still close? Yeah, yeah. But it's just that he's he's busy doing, I mean, he, they're they're gigantor right yeah. now i had a weird like dave Chappelle uh prince basketball moment with him one time he like challenged a bunch of the guys who we play basketball with uh-huh. to play against them in like the samsung thunder practice stadium oh jy mm-hmm. and everyone was like oh jy is like older now it'll be fine you guys will be able to beat his team probably and we showed up and he had like professional basketball players on his team with him. One of the, one of the guys was like seven feet tall. <laughs> and so like we were like doing our best to guard this like seven foot tall he's, guy. He's a and professional. And JYP is just like killing us with like wide open layups because his yeah. team was so great. It was it was amazing. He's a perfectionist. Everything like if you look at it one way, he's a very tedious person. But when mm-hmm. you look at another, he's a very, very professional. He's yeah. a perfectionist. He's a perfectionist. So uh, to work with him, when you're not working, it's really fun. When you're working with him, it could be a pain in the ass. But, you know, that's just how he is. And that's why things get dialed in the way they are. And yeah. whatever he touches turns to gold, yeah, you know. Things get yeah. done. Yeah, you things know, get done. It might be a pain in the ass, but the end result is what… Right. You know, yeah. Just like at the, just like when, when you're younger and you're going to school, you don't want to study. But your mom and everyone just t- study, study, study. Yeah. And then you do. And then your results are good. Same thing. Yeah. We've had a few people that have actually sent us questions because they know you're going to be on the show today. So I wanted to hit you with one of those. We kind of, I guess we've kind of briefly touched on it, saying that how kids now here in Korea have so much access to, yeah. to different content. 
But one of our listeners, uh, Evelyn, sent in a question saying, what's changed in the industry compared to when you first started and where, where you are now? Uh, wow, this is what it feels. I forgot that I had this on. <laughs> I was like, why are my ears hurting so bad? My ears are like… That's getting, the worst well, part know, of the mask. I didn't want to say anything because I know you're a little sensitive when it comes to… I am. I'm sensitive of the… You know, basically what it comes down to is if you don't know something, yeah. you might as well just fucking avoid it, right? Yeah. I, and I avoid it at all costs. Especially because I have a baby now, right? Yeah, I, have, I have a three-year-old and you have yeah, kids. Absolutely. That's why I have to be safe. But I realize you have kids so you're going to be safe. So the guys you hang around are not going to be dirty. So I yeah. figure, okay, I'm going to take mine off. But anyways, <laughs> yeah. When it comes back to that question… Mm. You guys are going to realize I'm one of those people that stray off from the subject a lot oh, of times. That's time. fine. That's, that's what we, you did about this podcast. We do that, we do all, that all the time. time. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like I mentioned before and you mentioned, the biggest difference is they have access to everything. Mm. Nowadays, the kids, what they see, hear, eat. I mean, kids nowadays are taller. Yeah. Kids nowadays are better at sports. You know, there's… You know, guys are all buff and cut and ripped, and mm-hmm. they all have heads that are this little on Instagram because they Photoshop <laughs> that shit. You're pretty, you're, you're pretty shredded yourself. Uh, not anymore. Uh, well, that's not well. Compared, I used to be. You know, people used to think I used to be on roids because I was always 1.8 to 2.3 percent body fat. No really, way. always. Even yeah, when I wasn't working out, I'm one of those wow. people. If I stop working out, I lose weight because my metabolism is very high. And my doctor, when I was 25, said, "Look, yo." Are you doing roids? And I go, do all my t- do all the tests. And he did the, the mm-hmm. testing and he, we did everything, right? And he's like, okay, you have a very, very fast metabolism. Damn. And he says, if it were anyone else, you would probably get so many diseases and get sick all the time. But he goes, you, you, I know you're not on roids, but just in case you get tempted, don't take that shit because you're, my father passed away with a heart attack yeah. of, mm-hmm. uh, when he was 43. So he's like, you know, it runs in the family. 43? Yeah, too young. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, did he have like a bad diet or was it just genetic? I think it's genetic. He had high blood pressure and he had a heart disease. And they said that he wasn't going to live long. But he lived about 11 years longer than what they said he would. Mm-hmm. But he had a heart attack. And nowadays, if it was this time in age, you could put stints in there and whatever, yeah. whatnot. But back then, he couldn't. And as a matter of fact, he passed away right at the hospital right over there in E10. And uh, anyways, oh. um, he said, if you take that you'll probably die because your heart is muscle also and your heart will grow. And if you get heart enlargement and then you have, you know, like your dad's history, then you don't want to do it. So I was always away from that, yeah, right? Yeah. I was always about natural working out. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, why do, why are we talking about this? Uh, he asked what the difference. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that, uh, almost, and you said I, I was shred. Okay. okay. I forgot myself. Yeah. Wow. So basically what it is is nowadays what, what the youth in Korea, the, the influence that they get… Mm. Is so vast. I mean, you know, they, they could get everything that they want. I mean, when you look at the people, like I said, their bodies are changing. Yeah. And there's yeah. overweight people here even. And yeah. ne- in Korea, there never was. Mm. There never was. You never see once, like maybe one out of a hundred people would be a little bit chubby. But now they're getting more westernized. They're yeah. getting yeah. westernized, food. accepting the westernized culture. That well. petty baguette. And, yeah. Yeah. And you guys have lived here long enough to know that. Uh, I'm not saying all Koreans are, but they're very prideful. Yeah. We're very prideful people and yeah. don't want to take in other people. You know, I don't want to take… But that changed a lot around 15 years ago. 15, you know, they started taking in the Western culture mm-hmm. and it boomed really fast. Yeah. Meaning, they started accepting it, opened up their minds. So now, the kids, the youth… Look at the talent. They dance better than… I mean, the, you know, you look at mm-hmm. the dancers, the choreography… Yeah. People around the world are actually biting off… In Korea. Yeah. Yeah. So, it wasn't like that. I, I, you know, 
I know it's like taboo to say this, but before back in the days, I mean like Japan, like electronics, Sony, mm. right? Yep. Cars. Now, Korea. Samsung. Korea. LG. Now it's like Korea. Rap, even, rap too. Korean yeah. rap is like way doper than Japanese rap to me. Well, now. you you know what? It's because the it's, it's because the language itself, Korean language, the very, Korean language, yeah, yeah. fits better mm. with, with with the with rapping. Absolutely. Even Chinese, right? Yeah. So it was Chinese movies that was like this. Mm. And uh, in Asian, it would be Chinese movies or Hong Kong movies. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, after Korea started to take in uh, other you know, westernized mm -hmm. culture, it was done. Yeah. And then internet came, it's done. It's like, yeah. because, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, Koreans are taller. Because my my friend, uh, his dad, he, he was in the uh, he was in the war. Mm -hmm. um, so he knows like, he, he was in Pearl Harbor and all this stuff. And he goes, yeah, when I would see like the Korean soldiers, they were always taller. They're always taller. We would know who were Korean soldiers because they're taller and built. So like, of course, quite naturally, when you're watching like five guys or six guys or nowadays like 18 guys or whatever <laughs> dancing on stage, yeah. they're going to stand out compared yeah. to the other Asians, yeah, absolutely, right? Yeah. So I think all of this in conjunction with, you know, the fashion and the music and the trend that's going on, Korea took off within the last like 10 years like that, like quick. Yeah. Quick. So in terms of that, when G.O.D., Started out. Oh, like, we were we were bums. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> but I'm like, for someone like yourself, you've you grew up in the states. Yeah. So being a Korean in the states, I imagine you would have had difficulties there, kind of with racism to some extent. But then coming here is, you're Korean by, in terms of blood, your blood but you're not Korean, right. Korean because you've grown up in America. So, like, obviously that's changed as well. Yeah, uh, when I first, I don't know, when I first came, there weren't that many Western, yeah, there weren't that many, well, Kyopos maybe yeah. during the summertime and wintertime, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. but like Americans, quote unquote, only yeah. in Itaewon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was tough when, well, you know, me growing up, yeah, there was, uh, there was racism for sure. Mm. I mean, especially because I grew up in Orange County and in Orange County is vastly white population yeah and then uh the other was hispanic and there weren't that many back then we called us orientals mm -hmm. and it wasn't bad <laughs> but mm. back then there weren't that many yeah. orientals asians yeah. right um uh, there would be maybe like third fourth generation chinese or third fourth generation japanese and maybe second generation koreans but there would be probably like you can count how many asians were in my mm -hmm. school like mm. you know like maybe eight right but they were like they didn't speak Korean. They were just all Americans, right? Yeah. No. Damn. You know, like, Omonike, that song, Two Mother, yeah. Yeah. was my story uh, to the extent where you see guys, like, spitting on the food. You know, like, uh, when you look at the video, there's, like, a kid. He brings his, his uh, lunch, and he's eating, and people spit on it and throw it. That's me. Like, when I was a kid, my mom would work at a factory after my pops passed away. She had to work two jobs from 6 in the morning till 3.30 at a factory, and from come home and cook us dinner. And from five to like 10.30, she would work at a restaurant and washing dishes and making kimchi or whatever it was, right? Wow. When she worked at the factory during lunchtime, all the Koreans that worked there would get together and it was like a potluck. They bring, someone brings kimbap, someone, yep. and then they would eat it together. She, she would bring me like Coke and she'd oil wrap it and bring it. She wouldn't drink it, she'd give it to me. And then she would bring like chapche. Mm. And I remember I was eating it and she's like, I go, mom, why don't you have some? She goes, nah, nan chapche shiroya. 
So that's like 어머님 짜장면 싫다고 줬어. So that's where that 잡채 comes from. The oh, 짜장면 wow. comes from. But you know, if you're like 어머님 잡채가 싫, it just didn't flow. So they yeah. did 짜장면. Uh, it was that. Then I didn't finish it. I left a little so that my mom could eat it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the next day I'd go to school. I open up my sack lunch. There's a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and there's foil. I open it up. It's 잡채. Oh. And kids look at that. They go, what are those worms? Ooh, and they spit on it. They're do this, then I would end up fighting them, and then wow. they would call my mom, and you know I get I get suspended for whatever. Damn. And from then on, I started dancing. I started uh, skateboarding and surfing because that was my escape. I yeah. started surfing because I go to the ocean and no one's there. They don't with you, mm-hmm. and, yeah, they, yeah, you, yeah. and they, the better surfer you are, then they give you respect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's how I started getting. It was vastly accepted. And uh, yeah, that's that's just my background. But how did we get? Oh yeah, and then when I came to Korea, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then it's I all, came, it's all connected. It's all connected. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then I come to Korea. I kind of had an identity crisis. I'm like, I'm okay. I'm not American. Mm. I'm not Korean. Then what am I, right? So I was a little depressed. And then I started going. And then it was the IMF. So our music thing was put aside for a while. So I I got a job at an ad agency because I was an illustration. I I, I I could draw and stuff. So mm-hmm. I. And communi- visual communication mm-hmm. and advertising. So I was making storyboard and contigo mm-hmm. I was making um, commercials. Yeah. And then I started meeting people, like you know the the Korean lifestyle where after you're done you go and eat with people yeah. and and, and then I started ex- accepting it. You wish we do another one of the questions? Uh, we've got who's this? Someone hit us up on Instagram and said, "What's the history behind the catchphrase Bam?" Bam is, you know what? Uh, you're from the states. Everyone from the states knows that's Bam. Yeah, it's like, yo, that's Bam. It's just like when you read a comic book, you see Spider-Man hit something, like, Bam, yeah, or boom. It doesn't have to be Bam, but I just did Bam because I used to listen to Wham all the time, and you know, <laughs> Wham, Bam, Bam, a man, Jam, Wham. So I'm like, yo, Bam. It's like, it's instead of instead of cursing, yeah, you know, yeah. Or something like that, dude. Mm. That shit is Bam. You know, yeah. you, just, yeah. you just that let that word speak for itself, <laughs> mm. and it went bam, and then it just became my catchphrase. They say, but you know, I mean, we always used it. I remember yeah. a few years ago, like I think when you started really getting into Instagram and started commenting on other people's stuff, I was like, "What the hell?" Is <laughs> After everything was this was years ago, like oh, writing like, bam. Even you first started really started commenting, yeah, on yeah, people, yeah. I'm like, "What? What is going on?" Everywhere I went, any of my like. Celebrity pages or friends or something. Bam. I'm like, what is going on? You know, yeah. you know I do those kind of things when like, when you see me doing that, it's probably because I'm like missing home or like. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's cool. But at first, every, I was confused when I first it, saw it. I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah. Like a lot of times when I'm like commenting on people's things or something, it's like, it's kind of like my thinking stage. Mm-hmm. And then I just mm-hmm. kind of need that, need that little, like I miss my friends or I miss. Yeah. I, it's like kind of like my venting yeah. phase where I, I kind of want to reach out and like speak to people. But it's like, you know, especially with this COVID shit right yeah. now, you can't mm. go anywhere. You know, the things that we took for granted three, four, five, well, about eight months ago now, yeah. it's like you can't do. I can't go down the street. Yeah. But I also feel like one of the things you've done is almost normalize being a Korean American. Like we talked about it before because… Whenever you're on television or when you're on YouTube, there's moments when I watch you on and it's kind of like you get lost in the Korean at times and you're just like, whatever, this is who I am. Yeah. And a lot of people have started accepting that now. Yeah, it's the new generation. 
It's a new train of thought. Uh, I was, I've never changed. If mm. you were actually with me on my filming locations back in the day, I haven't changed. But they edited out everything that I said. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, I would just, I'm just the way that I am. And my mom would watch TV in the States and go, June, how come you don't say anything? Oh, mom, I spoke the most, but they just edited my shit out. Okay. Yeah. Really? Because back then it was like a lot of censorship back then. Yeah. Nowadays, it's like, it's almost like uh, the States. It's changing. Mm. It's changing. People are getting more open minded because they're watching, like you said, they have access to a lot of things. So now people are watching Conan O'Brien. They're yeah. watching all these, like Jay Leno's back episodes or David Letterman. Yeah, yeah. Come on, they're all, it's all about sarcasm. Mm. Yeah. American humor sarcasm. In the beginning, it wasn't, it, Korea, it, it's more like slapstick comedy. Yeah. But why, now, why do you think that Korean doesn't really translate well for stand up comedy? Why, don't, why isn't that big in Korea? Uh, because of the fact that uh, in Korea, uh, uh, okay, Korea has a very sad, History, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's why Korean music, if you listen to music, what hits is the trot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. With, 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 like basically the C, uh, 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 C chord songs, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So even if you look at, if you, if you l- listen to dance songs, if you speed that up, if you slow it down, it's the same as the ballad. The ballad chord, you speed it up, the speed up the uh-huh. BPM, it becomes a song. And the ones that usually hit have that that C chord like, you know, sad. Mm-hmm. Because of the history is that way. Yeah. Anyways, so that's music. And also comedy, it was slapstick. Yeah. It was all about slapstick, slapstick comedy. Kind of like Abbott yeah. and Costello. Yeah. Or, you know, Charlie Chaplin. Yes. Charlie. Yeah. Why do you think 20 years ago, Kegu was still big and they still have Kegu right yeah. now? Yeah. Like that sort of comedy. That it's, it's all about yeah. the, the, the little skits that they do mm-hmm. and the slapstick because basically back then, they didn't want, if you're going to watch c- comedy, it's going to be, you want to escape from reality because yeah. reality is so, so dreary and so, yeah. so sad. They want to watch something that's going to make them laugh. But now it's kind of, that stage is, that uh, generation is kind of fading away. So mm-hmm. now it's about, it's about, you got, bye bye. Yeah. it's about talking. talking. It's about more about now reality. Yeah. It's all about. People want to talk. They want a kukungam. They want the kungtung chum. Yeah. So that's why now it's more acceptable. But there still are those people. I think you know the people that write the bad, uh, uh, you know, Our comments, awkward. Yeah. But they say that's like a group of like fifteen hundred people that do that. Yeah. yeah, and make it seem like it's a yeah. ton of. It's people. so funny because I've never once in real life experienced. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no. A single root person, but I no, see that's everywhere. what I mean. Yeah. That's why a lot of people might get a, you know, the misconception of that who read those things and they're afraid to come. No, it's not like that. Like I've never really in yeah. person except when I first came here and I had like you know, I was like one of the first ones to get my hair bleached, you know, because yeah, I would yeah. do that in the states. Mm. Now they don't do that. Now yeah. it's like, you know, uh, westerners are welcome and it was funny because my hair was like that and I was skateboarding down Apujongdong. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, who was that? Uh, awesome. Kim Jong Kook, Jong Kook, yeah. he goes. I remember seeing you before you debuted because I saw some guy with blonde hair, all ripped up in a tank top, skateboarding. And so he says he dyed his hair blonde, and uh-huh. he started working out. He and I was like, really? And so yeah, so on TV he was like the first to have yellow hair or whatever because. But uh-huh. he started working out after that too. You inspired his hot bod. Oh, yeah, he's got a yeah, but, but you know, I, I think you, you've you've been one of those people that's reinvented yourself every time, and you've inspired so many people. Like even in Hollywood films, you're probably one of the first 
Korean yeah. entertainers to go over to Hollywood and, and make movies? Well, actually, I was like one of the first to actually go and aud- really audition. Because mm. most most of the uh, people, they would go with a silver spoon. They say that they're, I'm a Korean, whatever, right? Yep. And that's this is before the huge like 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 BTS or like Psy. Yeah, it was before that. Yeah. It was just like the starting part of it. And I went, uh, um, yeah, I guess. I, but I really went and actually Speed Racer. They came to us. Mm-hmm. Speed Racer for Speed Racer. They oh. came to us. And Rain's part was actually supposed to be mine. Really? Oh, really? But uh, but then uh, JY said, I think you know Rain because you know he's more international. Okay, fine. So he he got that part right. Yep. And uh, and then I did the side and then. Um, the, the management team in the states are like, you know what? You should go audition for parts because I know you could do it because mm. you you could speak the language. You got the look. It's fine. You could do it. So I did. I actually, the third audition I went to was Dragon Ball Evolution, and I got it. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And uh, and then after that, I did another one, and I got this thing called Dark Blue, which was a TV uh, series. But then I died on that, anyways. <laughs> and then after that, I hurt my back, so I couldn't do anything. Yeah. On next week's episode of Nonsensible. And I'm like, look, bro, those were the best times of my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, man, hey, my mom would come by. She goes, dude, smells like uh, like the Salvation Army in here. You know, it's like, it's like <laughs> a thrift store. I love store. that smell. Yeah. I love that smell. So, what, what, 69 Mustang is the coolest name. Dude, that's Joe Pesci right there. I could have sworn Joe Pesci <laughs> was right next to me right now. I pulled up in a 69 Mustang, stole her heart right on the scene. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.